discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is. That is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. So it's a month of supernatural accomplishments through what? Faith, right? It's a month of what? Supernatural accomplishments through faith. Say through faith. Tell the other neighbor, through faith. Wow. Then I'm going to be sharing for the next um, three weeks, I think, on, on faith. What it is and how your faith can work. Everything in the kingdom of God that we have come into is by faith. Okay? Everything is by what? By faith. So faith is a subject that you must learn and you must understand very well. Hallelujah. No matter how many times you hear about faith, you must tighten your boots the boats and nuts of faith in your life every now and then. Hallelujah. If you read in Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 8, you will see how um, things function in the kingdom of God. Okay? How many of you want to know how things function in the kingdom of God? Everything in the kingdom of God is by this particular, this verse defines how things are done in the kingdom of God. If you defy it, you will not go, you will not have much. Sometimes you have people who, have, who are born again and are in the house of God and are not getting much results. They are not seeing much growth, much develop, development. They are not seeing much. Okay? Now, it's because of a lack of understanding of the scriptures. The word of God is very important. Last week I said it to you that you can't it's not possible to circumvent the word of god and make it as a child of god it doesn't work what do you think have you ever seen a fish moving around in the sun with uh, wearing a jeans blue jeans with a white shirt with what sheets Holding an iPhone and taking pictures for TikTok or Snapchat. Have you seen anything like that before? It's only in cartoons. You may see it in cartoons, isn't it? Is it true? Have you seen it in cartoons before? Yeah. Have you watched Have you watched um, SpongeBob SquarePants before? Hey. They can cook underwater, and they are they are living under the sea, but they can cook there. They can do everything. I mean, there can be explosions under the water. It's like watching Aquaman. Explosions underwater. Hey, why? Ah, Mali was on. They are lying to us and we are enjoying it. 
They have water under the water that they drink. It's only in cartoons you see these things. Though. In real life, you don't see it. It's not like that. So, you who is born of the word, if you read in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, the Bible lets us know that we are born again. This is the second time the word born again is used. The second and only time. Okay? There are two times that the word born again is used. First was used by Jesus Christ. The second one was used by Peter. He says, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Did I say 2? I said 1, 23. He says, being born again, not of what? Corruptible seed. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible seed. You are born again, not of corruptible seed. Hmm? The word corruptible is perishable. And the word seed is sperma, which is actually sperm. So what he's saying is that the new birth, when you become born again, you are, born, you are not born again by your father's sperm. Your father's sperm will perish. Yeah, this flesh will perish. Okay? He says you are born again, not of corruptible or perishable seed, but of incorruptible seed. And that seed that is incorruptible, that does not perish, that stays forever, is the word of God. And it says, which liveth and abideth forever. So immediately you become born again, you are born of the word. Tell me about you are born of the word. Ask him, do you know you are born of the word? If you know you are born of the word, eh, then you would know what to sustain you. That is why when you don't read the Bible for a long time, you feel sick. I don't know if it's like that for you or it's not like that for you. Hey, I don't I doubt your new Bible. Ask your neighbor, is it like that for you? When you don't read your Bible for some time, do you feel sick? Or you don't feel sick? You feel fine? Yeah, there are some people who have not read it for a long time. Their conscience has been seared now. So it doesn't really do much. Yeah. But if, if you, you are really born again and you are not getting into the word after some time, it starts affecting you. It starts affecting your thoughts. It starts affecting your health. It starts affecting your energy, your vigor. Your peace is destabilized. I feel literally ill if I go for some time without the word. Literally. That's, that's how I feel. If I don't just read my Bible, like, just read. Even if it's like reading it like newspaper. Just reading it. That's something. As I read, I get energy. Wow. You see, have you ever fasted for three days continuous before without food only water have you ever done some before some of us have done some before and we do it frequently now if you fast for three days continuously by the first day you think that you are strong by the first 24 hours you realize that the food that you ate 24 hours ago is still in the system so you can move your hand you can do some things but by the second 24 hours, you realize that you are, you are becoming very weak. I remember one day, many years ago, when we, when we turned 17, Prophet Adam and myself went to go and pray and fast. And we did seven days. We did three days dry. And we did four days 
with granites. So we were just eating granites and water the, the rest of the four days. Now, by the third day, eh, the third, uh, 24 times three is what? 72. So by the, after the 72 hours, eh, we, couldn't, we couldn't walk. We, we, we were crawling like snakes. We have to crawl like a snake. Hey! Why? Because there's no food. There's no food in the system. Do you see? Huh? Human beings need food to be able to get energy and to be able to have strength to do some things. If you are not eating, you will not have the energy that you need. Is it true? So if you understand that you are not only a human being, you are more than a human being. You are more than flesh and blood. You are more than bones. You are more than hair. You are more than this one. There's, there's someone inside you. The real you is your spirit. And the real you is actually born. If you are born again, the real you. The, you see, this body will, will be left here. There were some people who were buried. Someone was buried yesterday. A lot of people were buried yesterday. You know? A lot of people died. Now, when, when you die... This body is left here. Is it true? But the one who animates the body is not here. Your, your spirit, you, the real you is not body. The real you is a spirit. And that spirit leaves the body and continues living when this body dies. Now, that, the real you has his food that he, he eats, he or she eats. There's a food that your, the real you needs in order to be sustained and in order to be able to exist and that real food is the word of god because your spirit man is born of the word if you read in james 1 18 he says of his own will of god's own what of his own of his own of his own will he of his own who begat he us with the word of truth we don't understand do you have any other version that you can give to us. Can we look at it in the Amplified? Okay. He says, And it was of his own free will that he gave us birth as sons. How is it? Of God's own will, he gave birth to us. Eh? And it was his own free will that he gave us birth or gave birth to us as sons and daughters, of course. How? By his word of truth. Have you seen it? So we have, we have, you are giving birth to as a child of God by the word of truth, by the word of God. Ask your neighbor, are you born again? What did he say? You need to give your life to Christ if you are not born again. Because if you fall dead today, you are going to hell, I tell you. When you get born again, you are born of the word. And you are born of the spirit. These are the two things that make you Okay. Of his own will begat he us by the word of his truth. So the word of God is what gave back to you. Now that you have been born of the word, you can only be sustained by the word of God. Any other thing does not work. You can't be sustained by Garifoto. You can't be sustained by Banco and Tilapia. You can't be sustained by rice and granite soup. You can't be sustained by kokonte. It is not kokonte that to sustain your spirit. No, no, no. Your spirit man is not sustained by those things. Your spirit man is born of the word and hence is sustained by the word. That fish dies. You don't. There's no 
fisherman that has a, a machine gun. Hmm? There's no fisherman that has what? A machine gun. No fisherman has a machine gun. They don't stand by the, the, the river or by the sea and shoot into the water. You don't need to do that. To get fish, to be able to fish and get fish coming to you, all you need to do is to trap them in the water and bring them outside of the water. If you bring them outside of the water, what will happen? you see that they start shaking like this. Like Shakira. Yeah. Give them one to two minutes. That will be the end. Why are they dying? They are dying because they are outside of where they are born. They are real habitats. As a child of God, your habitat is the word of God. Oh, it is a truth. If you remove yourself from it, it doesn't work. You would die. That's why people are suffering. You see, if you know how to read eh, and you don't read your Bible, you are a very big fool, I, I, I tell you. Yeah. You see, some of our mothers were not educated. So they can't read. Do you see? That is why most of, and most of them were, didn't get the word of God they were supposed to. Most of our mothers and our fathers were not educated in a certain way, so they don't know some things. That is why some of them had a certain quality of life when they were great, because they, they knew God, but they didn't know his word. So it didn't affect them much. They depended only on the one who was preaching. And if the one who was preaching didn't say the right thing, they believed the wrong thing, and hence didn't have the result they were supposed to have. Now, you have been educated by God's grace. This same mother of yours and father of yours has educated you for you to be able to read and write. So if you are not reading the word of God, if your quality of life becomes worse than this as the years go by, you are a big failure. You are. Hallelujah. You have to read. You have to read the word. You have to read the word. Okay? Yes. We are born of the word and we are born of the spirit. In John chapter 3, verse 5, Jesus said it. Look at John 3, 5. John 3, verse 5. Do you have a notebook on you? Are you writing some scriptures down? <laughs> the way I know, some people ask me questions. So you know, how come you know so many scriptures? Because when it is being preached, I write. I take notice of things. Okay? Yeah. I take notice of things. So that I can remember. If you don't write notes, you will not remember what was said. Because you hear, and you, you may not go for MC meeting on Wednesday. Meaning that in the whole week, you are only exposed to the word of God once. You will not go on the podcast as well. You see, the podcast is there for you to be exposed to the word of God throughout the week. But you may not go on it. So all you are left with is Sunday morning service. And when it is being preached, you will not take notes. You have to take notice of some things. Or else you are joking. You. <laughs> Your prosperity is far. Your health is far. You may, you may prosper. But as you are going, some sickness will hit you. You'll be shocked. I'm not cursing you. I'm telling you the obvious. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> or some misfortune. Serious misfortune will come and shake you. There's a time of trouble. 
It's called the evil days in the Bible. Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, verse uh, 10. Look at Ephesians 6, 10. I'm showing on faith. Today my subject is, um, you have faith. That's my, my topic. You have faith. I'm, I'm here to announce to you that you have faith. Okay? So that's my, my topic. You have faith. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Next verse. Put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand against the wiles of the devil. He says, put on the whole armor of God so that you may be able to withstand against the wiles or the tricks or the strategies of the devil. Next verse. Because the devil has tricks, he has strategies. You think the devil has given up, up on you? You're a joke. The devil has not given up on you at all. He likes you. He loves you. He wants to do something to you. Do you want to know what the devil wants to do to you? John chapter 10 verse 10. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to steal you from the house of God, and steal you from God, and steal you from the word of God, and steal you from the Holy Spirit. For what purpose? So that he can kill you. That is, just imagine someone whose purpose in your life is to kill you. That is his life, his sworn purpose, to kill you. As though that was not enough. He doesn't just want to kill you. He wants to destroy you. How does he want to destroy you? He wants to make sure you, you end up in hell. He wants to cut your seed off from the earth completely so that you will not have any seed here on earth completely. That's, that's his, his job in your life. How many of you know Whitney Houston? Whitney Houston does not have any seed on earth. That is the plan of the devil. When she was singing in the church, she was singing in the church with Sissy Winans. Singing. The Lord is my strength. It was very powerful. Then she was enticed by the devil. Come, come. Your voice is so nice. Come and come and sing in the world. Come and sing. And I, I will always love you. Have you seen with me? You used to shaking her mouth before. Yeah, she was enticed. She didn't know she was being stolen. Yeah. She was given a husband who was going to destroy her life. Yeah. Bobby Brown. You remember Bobby Brown? Maybe you don't know Bobby Brown. You are too young. Yeah. Started doing all kinds of things. She was, she was born again in the choir, singing for the Lord, speaking in tongues, doing everything. She was stolen. Because she would not stay in the way. She was stolen. Yeah. Giving somebody who destroyed her life. Started sniffing cocaine, doing every bad thing you can think about. It's an open story. That's why I've mentioned the name I'm talking about it. Or you don't know. You know, it's, it's online. I'm not the one first person to say it's online. Yeah. Until she died. And when she died, her only daughter could not also take it. She also got into all kinds of things. Drugs and all of that. And then she's also dead. So there's not even she doesn't have a seed here on earth. It's finished. That is the plan of the devil. For, like when you think about the devil, eh? think about a very wicked person who is very who who doesn't like you 
and wants to bomb you out of the out of the house of God, bomb you out of out of the kingdom of God, bomb you into hell and destroy your life completely. That is his job in your life. So if you if you are playing with his things, eh? There are Christians who play with the devil, like you can't do anything to <laughs> come and let me give you a kiss. <laughs> you can't do anything. You are kissing a devil. Yeah. That's his job in your life to steal you, to kill you, and to destroy you. And what he does is that he brings things to you. Okay? Jesus called it the things that be of men. Hmm? One day, Peter told Jesus, You will not die. You will not die. Jesus said, I'm going to die. Peter said, you will not die. Ah, you are too young. Are you not the one who has been preaching about life and life eternal? Why do you want to die? You will not die. What did Jesus say? Jesus turned to him and said, get thee behind me, Satan. Matthew 16, verse 22, 21, 22, and 23. But Jesus turned and said unto him, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. Then he says, for thou, this is Satan. Do you want to know who Satan is? His nature. He says, For thou savoured not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. You don't savor the things that be of God. You don't think about the things that be of God. You don't like the things that be of God. You like the things that are of men. Not the things that are of the devil. The things that are of men. Yes. So in the morning, instead of reading your Bible, WhatsApp is more attractive. It's the things of men. There's nothing devilish about it. There's nothing devilish about it. Ah, WhatsApp is not the devil. It's a good tool for doing so many things. Facebook is not a devil. It's a good thing. It's a good tool for doing so many things. It is of men. It is of men. You want to rush to work. So you, as soon as you wake up, hey, you have to bath of men. We have to brush our teeth of men. You have time for brushing your teeth, time for bathing, time for everything. But then when it comes to time to read the Bible, no. We don't have time. I'm busy. I'm too tired. I have to get to work very quickly. Yeah. Meanwhile, you can take another contract that can, that can do something else for you. Yeah. Do you have another version of, another, let's see, uh, amplified or message or something? This was amplified. But Jesus turned away from Peter and said to him, Get behind me, Satan. You are in my way, an offense and a hindrance and a snare to me. For you are minding what partakes not of the nature and quality of God, but of men. The things that are of the nature and of the quality of men. Yes. He knows what to destroy you. So you know, Bible say you, you open Bible. Forget it. He will not let you open he will not want you to come to church. You will go everywhere else. Church. No. Oh no. To, to be honest with you, the devil is after you. And when he gets you, you'll be surprised. You'll be shocked. Sometimes we need to tell you stories to understand. Sometimes we have to tell you certain kinds of stories. One young man was being chased, you know, to stay in the house of God. Be in the house of God. Stay. 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 Right here in this church. Stay. Stay. Come around. Come for Sunday. Be around on Wednesday. Come for that all night. Let's go for follow-up. Let's go and win a soul. Let's go and do this. Let's go and do that. No. No. 
No. Saying no to everything. He needed a job. We prayed for him to get a job. He needed a place to stay. We prayed for him to, to get a place to stay. He said he has homosexual tendencies. We prayed for him. Oh, don't, don't go there. Don't do that. The Lord doesn't like that. Live my life for me. Let me, get, let me do my life. Today he has HIV. He has HIV given to him by a married man. <laughs> Are you surprised? Watch who you marry. Watch who you what? You dare be there when we are talking about relationships. It's like, oh, what? It's not a, your husband may be a homosexual and he's using you as a cover up. He has HIV. He was saving the things that be of men. Do you get it? It's my life. Let me live my life. Okay, take your life. Take your life. Be happy. Sorry? One guy died by motorbike accident. Yes. Can you tell us a story? Hallelujah. So this was also a few years ago. We were chasing him. He was coming to church. We were bringing one of our pastors. He's a pastor in one of our branches. We were bringing him to church. We were in the same compound. Bringing him. Every day he was fighting it. Then that Sunday morning, he, she did everything the guy refused to come that you can't tell me what to do you can't just say he just didn't mind her and just snapped there then she came to church but the church she got a call that the guy went to sit on a motorbike and was riding on the n1 he died on spot he was dead on spot and you know when we say somebody has died he's not gone for a vacation he's been dead to date he's not coming back there's no I'm coming back in any time soon. He's finished. He's gone. I, I'm just coming from Kumasi. Eh? One of one guy who also was coming to church, eh? but will not. He will not stay. Like, oh, come around, stay. Hey, he, he, will not, he will not. He will not mind as much. When I got to Kumasi, they told me that he has drowned, drowned in a well, and died. Young guy that his ship his mtn momo chip fell into the well and he wanted to go and retrieve it and take money from it and then he just fell into the well and drowned and died another person came and said i'll take him out with police people around he said well, i'll be able to take him out muslim i'll be able to take him out I'll do some things i'll be able to take him out he also entered and died there so two dead just like that <sighs> listen don't be a Christian who the devil can take advantage of at his will. Like you are, you are trapped as a chicken that he's waiting for Christmas to, to use. It's in the Bible. Let me show it to you. Second Timothy. Is it Second Timothy? Snared by the devil. Think first Timothy 3. Snare. You can just type snare. You will see it. All this is not part of my message, but as I'm talking to you, eh? First Timothy chapter 3. No, not this one. Yeah, Second Timothy chapter 2, rather. Let's read from verse 24. It's 26, but let's read from verse 24. It says, And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach patience. He's talking about the preacher. He says the preacher should be what? Should be, go back. He must not strive. Let, let's read Amplified. And the servant of the Lord must not be quarrelsome. Have you seen it? As a servant of God, don't be quarrelsome. 
as a child of God, don't be quarrelsome. Fighting and contending. Instead, he must be kindly to everyone and mild-tempered. Preserving the bond of peace. He must be a skilled and suitable teacher, patient and forbearing and willing to suffer wrong. Next verse. He must correct his opponents with courtesy and gentleness in the hope that God may grant that they, the oppos- those who are opposing him, they will repent and come to know the truth. That they will perceive and recognize and become accurately acquainted with and acknowledge it. This, so that they can get to know the truth. So all the things, sometimes it's like we are threatening you. Like we are warning you. It's like we are talking to you in a certain way. Just so that you can acknowledge the word of God and let the word of God be prime in your life. It's not because of anything. I didn't give back to you. Do you get it? Yeah. yeah. But God cares. That's why we talk to you the way we talk to you. Next verse. And that they may come to their senses. Because you have lost your senses. That people who have lost their senses, they may come to their senses. And escape out of the snare of the devil. Having been held captive by him. Henceforth to do his, his God's will. This one today. Message of this verse. Eh? Okay, message. It says, enabling them to escape the devil's trap. Where they are caught and held captive. Forced to run his errands. Have you seen it? Yeah. So there are people who are caught by the devil, they are trapped by the devil, and held captive by the devil, and they are forced to run the devil's errands. He says he wants you to hear the word so that you can escape. You can take yourself out. You are like a chicken in his hand coop, the devil's hand coop, waiting at whatever time to cut off your head. Hey. Escape. Tell me about escape. How? Through the word. Neighbor, through the word, get to know the word. Oh, read your Bible, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day. If you want to grow, read your Bible, pray. That's what we are born of. We cannot live outside of it, it doesn't work. Don't let something unfortunate happen to you before you realize that you, 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 you need the word of God and you need God. Don't let something unfortunate happen to you. Because as for the things there, life is like that. The wind blows on everyone's building. Eh? Matthew chapter 7, verse 22. Do you like my message? Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, go up. Go up. Okay, go down. I think it's 24. 24, Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these things of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a man which built his house upon a rock. He says, if you hear my word and you do it, you practice it, you allow it to be, you allow it to change your life, you'll be like a man who built his house upon a rock. Next verse. And the rain descended. There's, there are rains in life. Hmm? Mama Foste, please, have you had any rain in your life? Any flood? You have. Yeah. It comes with life. Hmm? You marry no child. It's a flood. It's a rain. Where will you go? Will you go to a Juman for an insuba? Will you go to a Juman for a river, a river god for a child? 
Yeah. The pressure. <laughs> yeah. I just met a couple. They were telling me about the pressure that they are having. They've been married for just two and a half years or so. And they are having pressure to give birth. I'm like, ah, two and a half years. What's it? They, they've been called and warned. Yes, warned sternly. Where are they? Where are the grandchildren? Where are they? I'm like, ah, who is that? Why, why are they worrying like that? They should leave you. It's a storm. It's a flood. Yeah. The rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. This is not nice. It beats upon your house. Everyone. Your child may die. Oh. Your child's life may be threatened. Like something. Go to the cancer ward. You see children with their mothers. Last week I saw a child whose cancer has covered all of his face. It's covered all of his, 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 his eyes are gone, his nose is gone, his ma- it's, it's covered all of his face. The mother is crying. Yeah, it's a flood. It's a rain of life. If you don't know the Lord, eh? If you are not, you see, you, you will be born again, but then you don't know the word. You don't know what to do with the word. You don't know how to apply the word for yourself. No pastor can help you. Oh, my dear. Listen, most of the time eh, in, a, in a congregation, eh, we can have, let say you go for an evangelistic crusade or something, a healing crusade, okay? People get healed, but then they lose it after eight months, ten months, one year. So there are a lot of people who have criticized the, the healing evangelistic meetings, like the healing evangelist. Benny Hinn is one of the most criticized people, you know? It is said that Catherine Coleman, how many of you know Catherine Coleman of, of head of Catherine? Catherine Coleman's miracles, okay, 95% of those who were healed under her, her ministry got, went back to their, they lost their healing after some time. Do you know 95%? 95% lost their healing. Why? Because no matter what someone else uses his or her faith to do for you, you need your faith to keep that particular healing you need your faith to keep the healing if you don't if your faith is not there forget it one one pastor a lady pastor this is kind of Hagen talking a lady pastor who had her, her head shifted this way she woke up one day and her head had shifted this way you think those things are not real there's a lady here she woke up in the morning and her she couldn't half of her face is she here i'm sure she's here I'm, when i look around i'll see her half of her face was not responding it was dripping like that you can't close the eye you can't eat nothing she slept woke up that was how she woke up when she was going to sleep everything was fine when she woke up it was not like that it was not fine you think the devil is joking eh? you eat something innocently that will, will become a you know how many expired goods are on the market expired goods you have no idea I don't know if you've, if you've noticed. Someone bought a Coke that has had expired for three years. Yes. I'm not, you see, if, if it was a lie, I would have told you. True story. Somebody I know very well. He sat here before so many times. I'm talking about Pastor Michael. Pastor Michael, Michael Piata. Yeah. He bought a bottle of Coke, checked the expiry date, and it was three years ago. And he was going to drink it. The Holy Spirit prompted him to look at the expiry date. If, if the Holy Spirit cannot talk to you, if you've not trained yourself to hear the Spirit, you take the bottle now. Ah, 
actually it make cold wow bag 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 poison hey my stomach my stomach the devil wants to silence you forever <laughs> yeah some sport milk if you had a similar experience what happened I went to a shop to buy a um, Fanta cocktail to drink and when I bought it I opened it and I drank it I just sipped it and I was just prompted to spit it out and look at the date that was in 2019 when I checked it was 2018 and I prompted the person that all the drinks in your fridge are sport he didn't care he didn't even budge so he just looked at me and just turned his eyes so he was intentionally selling it knowing that all the, like, all the drinks there were expired yeah. <laughs> if the word of God is not active, active in your life, eh? it says they shall drink poison and it shall not what it shall not hurt them. But if it is not active in your life, you will drink poison and it will hurt you. <laughs> it's not automatic. Yeah. So this woman woke up, her head was like this. I mean, how can you preach with, with your head like this? Her head was like this. Preacher. So she drove, they took a train, they head of a, a, a healing meeting somewhere they drove to the place and she got her healing there her head came back yeah her head came back after about five months her head went back she lost the healing and she had to sit down so ken hagen was passing through that town she heard that ken hagen was coming she went to sit in there in that meeting and was taught for four days on the word of god and keeping your healing Using the word for yourself and all of those things, her head came back. And she kept her healing for 20 years. As of the time Ken Hagen was writing about what I'm talking about, 20 years had come, her head was too straight. Yeah. So you can't circumvent the word like someone should. You can't bypass the word. You need your faith, you need your understanding of the word. You need it. Let me, let me share something with you, something very important to you. I'm talking about faith, okay? And that you have faith. You, you have faith. Now, if you read in the Bible, we see Abraham and Sarah, his wife. Abraham was told by God that he was going to have a child. And that his seed was going to spread all over the world. Isn't it true? Have you read it in your Bible before? Let's read. We can start reading. Let's read Genesis chapter. I'll come back to these things, okay? But let's go to Genesis, Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1. God gave Abraham a promise. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, there's so much revelation in this one, he had said to him, because he had spoken to him 10 years earlier. Those of you who are slow in reacting to the word, Abraham was spoken to 10 years earlier, 10 years before this. He was 65 when the Lord spoke to him. He responded when he was 75. Do you know why he responded when he was 75? Because of two people who were in his life. His own father, Terah, and his nephew lot even lot was later lot left later but this one was he was delayed because of his father god told him leave father leave the land of, of the chaldeans who of the chaldeans and go to a, camp, a city where i'll show you when he moved he moved god told him to move from his father's house from his kin from his tribe from his country and go alone but when he was going he took his father and his father was called Terah, T-E-R-A-H. Terah means, his, the father's name means delay. 
That was the meaning of the father's name. Delay. <laughs> like the lady on the TV. <laughs> delay. Delay. Say delay. Yeah, that's in chapter 11, eh? What I'm saying is in chapter 11. So he took his father, Terah, with his wife and nephew, and because of his father's trade, he couldn't go where God wanted him to go. They went to stay in another place called Haran. And Haran was not the place God had said they should go to. So he went to stay in Haran for 10 years until the father died. When the father died, then God spoke to him again. It's what I'm saying in the Bible, you are not... Okay, this is Genesis chapter 11, verse 32. And the days of Terah, go up. Go up to 30. Go to 30 and let me see. Go up. Okay. And Haran died before his father Terah in the land of his nativity, in Ur of the Chaldeans. 29. And Abraham and Nahor took them wives. The name of Abraham's wife was Sarai. And the name of Nahor's wife, Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah, and the father of Iscah. But Sarai was barren. She had no child. And Terah took Abraham, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, Haran, his son's son, and Sarah, his daughter-in-law, his son, Abraham's wife. And they went from forth with, and they went forth with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go into the land of Canaan. And they came to Haran and dwelt there. Have you seen it? Now, how, how, you see, he says, he, this one says that even Terah took Abraham. It's not Terah who took, it's Abraham who took Terah. So if you go in the, in the New Testament, you see it. Acts chapter 7, eh, Stephen was giving a history of all that had happened. And when he was giving the history of all that had happened, he mentioned this particular story and reversed it. Let's read from verse 2. Acts chapter 7 from verse 2. And he said, men, and bre- men, brethren, and fathers, hearken, the God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham. When he was in Mesopotamia. When he was where? In Mesopotamia. Before he dwelt where? In Haran. Karan, they, they spelled it Karan here, but it's the same Haran. Have you seen it? He says, the Lord, the God of glory appeared unto our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia. When was the land? In the land of the Chaldeans. Before he dwelt in Haran. So it was God who spoke to him to move. And when he was moving, he took. So go to the next verse. Said unto him, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and come into the land which I, I shall show thee. Then came he out of the land of the Chaldeans and dwelt in Haran. Have you seen it? And from thence, when his father was dead, he removed him into his land, into this land wherein we, we, we now dwell. Yeah. Why did he go to Haran? Because of the father. It was God who spoke to him to remove himself from mesopotamia and go to canaan he didn't go he went to stay in haran why because of terah his father when the father died then god spoke to him again so genesis chapter 12 verse 1 said now god had said unto abram genesis 12, now the lord had said had said he did he was not saying it to him at that time he had said unto him unto abram get thee out of thy country and from thy kingdom and from thy father's house unto a land that i will show thee because of you see there are some people in your life who are delaying you kekeo I'm speaking to you. They are delaying you in life. They are delaying you in fulfilling the purpose of God for your life. Yeah. That boy you can't leave. That girl you can't leave. Yeah. 
there are some jobs you should leave. These days, because getting a job is so difficult, it's almost as though every open door is from God. Yes. It's almost as though every open door is from the Lord. There's not every open door that is from the Lord. Maybe some other time I'll preach about that. Delay. Say delay. (laughs) So Abraham, okay, had moved now. He says, and from thy father's house and I'll show, uh, to a land that I'll show you. Next verse. And I'll make of thee a great nation. And I'll bless you and make your name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? He says, I'll make your name great. Next verse. And I'll bless them that bless you and curse him that curses you. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Next verse. So Abraham departed as the Lord has spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old. When he departed out of Haran. Have you seen it? When he departed out of Haran. Hmm. Now, let me show you some more. Look at Genesis chapter 15. From verse 1. Genesis 15, 1. Nobody can have faith for you. That's basically what I'm trying to explain to you. I'm using scriptures to explain that particular statement to you. Nobody, say nobody, can have faith for me. I must have my own faith. Okay. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham. I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Next verse. And Abraham said, Lord God, what will thou give me seeing I go childless? What will you give me seeing I go childless? And the steward of my house is, the, is this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed. I don't have a child. And lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall be, not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Someone will come out of your waist. He will be your, he will be your heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. I will give you plenty seed. Plenty children. The Bible says, Abraham what? Believe God. Abraham believed God. Abraham did not have a problem. Abraham heard from God. And Abraham believed God. But Sarah was not there. Sarah was not where? Sarah was not there. Sarah was not hearing the voice of the Lord for herself. Sarah was not in faith. Sarah was not hearing God. Sarah was hearing what Abraham was saying to him. Sarah had not gone to the word for herself. She had not gone to God for herself. Could Sarah have had, could Abraham have had a child earlier? Emphatically, yes. Abraham could have had a child earlier. Abraham did not have a problem. He believed God and had his body changed. That is why when the thing was delaying, Sarah brought Hagar to Abraham. Abraham went in unto her once. She conceived. Once. She conceived. Is it true? So Abraham did not have a problem. 
But when you read in Romans chapter 4, you see a discussion concerning Abraham that Abraham also had his own body dead. Go to Romans chapter 4. Let's read from verse 16. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham. Who is the father of us all. So he's going to describe the faith of Abraham. Okay? Next verse. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. So God told him, I have made thee a father of many nations. Then he says, before God, before God whom he believed, even God who quickened the dead. These are the things that Abraham believed about God. God who quickens the dead, who gives life to the dead. And cause those things which be not as though they were. Next verse. Who against hope believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken? So shall thy seed be. And be not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, meaning that his body was dead. So, when did his body come back to life? In other words, when did he, he was impotent? When did he become when did he become potent? When he received the word and believed in God's word. So his impotency was cured earlier. I don't know if you are catching it. So when Hagar was brought to him, ah, pa, Hagar got pregnant, sharp. But Sarah could not get pregnant. Abraham even believed on Sarah's behalf. He says, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't consider the deadness of Sarah's womb. His own body was now dead. Sarah's womb was dead. But he didn't consider Sarah's womb being dead. He believed that God was able to do anything. Why? Because he had the head God for himself and he had his faith. But Sarah did not have her faith. That is why Sarah could not give birth. So what happened? It could have been earlier. They could have had a child in their 70s. Because Abraham, as far as Abraham is concerned, by 75 she had been, he had believed. But Abraham had to turn 100 to, to give birth to, to Isaac. Abraham was 99 years old when Isaac was born. When he was 85, they brought him uh, Hagar. And Hagar conceived. Hallelujah. Say Sarah. Sarah. Sarah must have her own faith. Tell me, but Sarah must also have her own faith. So one day, you see, so Sarah, Sarah didn't believe. She didn't. But one day, she heard God for herself too. Genesis chapter 18. Before I show it to you, let me show you one in Hebrews. Let me show you what the Bible says about, about Sarah in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 11. Look at Hebrews 11, 11. Can you read it to me? One to go. Look at it. Look at look at the way he's writing it. He says, "Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. She had to judge him faithful who had promised. She needed to hear the one who had promised for herself and judge him faithful through faith. This is double emphasis. Through faith, Sarah." 
through faith also Sarah herself she herself she herself received strength to conceive seed because she herself had not yet believed Abraham believed in chapter 12 chapter 15 going chapter 16 he gave birth to to Ishmael yeah everything was fine by chapter 18 Sarah also received herself her, a word Charlie if you know read the Bible you know go we'll get your own word you will not get your word and you yourself will not believe you yourself will not believe you'll be depending on other people's faith and it can carry you up to a point your destiny and your lot will change when you yourself go to the word for yourself when you yourself decide to sit down and study the word listen i have not had to ask anybody for money before am i special no i'm not a thousand times no i myself have gone to the word of god for myself if you don't go for the word of god for yourself you will beg for the rest of your life i'm not cursing you i'm stating the obvious i can't curse you i can't curse god's children no nobody can curse god's children i'm not cursing you i'm stating the obvious you'll be begging meanwhile you were king and kings don't beg you are a child of god he has made us kings and priests you are not to beg but you'll be begging for bread David said, I was young and now I'm old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his children begging for bread. Why are his children begging for bread? Because they themselves don't know that they are not supposed to beg for bread. If you don't know you are not supposed to beg for bread, you will beg for bread. You don't have to beg for bread. The Bible is free for all to read. The Holy Spirit is in all of us to relate with. It's a choice. It's up to you. If you are interested, you can have changes. You can have real fruits. You can have real results in your life. You can enjoy the, the blessings of living the life of God by faith. You see, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Faith is so important. It's so important. Everybody, you see, that's Hebrews chapter 11. We are in Hebrews 11 now, so verse 6. Hebrews 11, 6. But without faith, it is impossible to what? So you cannot please God without faith. It is not possible. Faith is important. Expressing your faith is important. Okay? Yeah. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Look at Hebrews 10, 38. Now, the just shall live by faith. The just, the righteous, my righteous one shall live by faith. We live by faith. It is our life. Are you a child of God? Your life as a child of God is lived by faith. What is faith? Faith is God says it. I believe what God has said. Therefore, I live the way God says I should live. Holding on to what he has said. Looking and standing by to see what he has said concerning me show up physically. I will not be moved by anything. Physically, that's what faith, faith is. That's it. What has God said concerning that thing? I don't know if you get it. And the word of God is what shows you what God has said. If you don't know the word, Charlie, you don't need 100 years to know the word. Just start reading it. If you start reading it, you will know it. You know what God has said. And standing by what God has said brings you results. 
Now the just are what? They shall live. They shall live by faith. This is their life. This is our life. And it is exciting. It's it is a life. It is our life. We live by faith. Yeah. When there's a need, you don't jump to people. You jump to the Lord. Yeah. God, I need I need this amount to do this. Your word says that for my sake you became poor, so that I through your poverty might be rich. I'm in you. You became poor for me. I will never be poor in my life. Therefore, I receive this money to do what I need to do in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. And then you hold on to see what will happen. Not picking a phone. Charlie, I'm in need, power. Can you send me some? Listen, if you are going to live that life, eh, you will struggle for a long time. It's too, it's, it's, it is too basic for you. He didn't say, ask your neighbor. He said, ask me. That's what he said. Ask, and it shall be given unto you. He didn't say, ask your neighbor. Ask me, and it shall be given unto you. Yeah. Sometimes there's, there's nothing. You are there, depending on the Lord. And the Lord will prompt somebody to call you. You have somebody call you. He will cause men to come to you. You'll be surprised. You don't cause the men. He causes the men. Hey, hey, don't do those things, though. Don't do those things. Don't be calling people. Charlie, can you give me some 200 Ghana? Charlie, can you give me some 300 Ghana? Charlie, can you give me some 500 Ghana? Charlie, can you give me some 1,000 Ghana? Charlie, can you give me some 1,000 the borrower is subject to the lender. Don't go around doing those things. Though. Talk to the Lord. And wait on him. Even if you go hungry, don't worry. Wait on him. Let him know that you are serious. And he will bring the supply. Oh, you don't believe God. You don't trust God. You see, it shows what, where your faith is. Okay? The just shall live by faith. Faith is important. Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein, for in the gospel, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. You know, it's, it's, that is how it is. The just shall live by faith. Are you born again? If you are born again, this is how we live. We live by faith. We came into the born again experience by faith. And that's how we continue our life. Sarah needed to have faith for herself. She needed to hear God for herself. So in Genesis 18, the Bible gives us a record of when God came down with two angels on their way to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham saw them standing under a tree. Abraham had spiritual insight to know that that is God. He came as a man, but Abraham knew that is God. And he invited him into his house, prepared uh, some meal for him. And as he was eating, he said, Hmm? And they said unto him, Where is Sarah, thy wife? So they asked, the, 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 the Lord asked Abraham, Where is Sarah, thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. This is Genesis 18 9. 10 says, And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. So this is the first time Sarah is hearing it for herself. And Sarah had it in the tent door, which was behind him. She had, this is the first time she had it from God. All the time it was Abraham who was hearing it. If you like, check. Only Abraham. No Sarah. So Sarah didn't have faith. So she brought, she used the flesh. She brought someone who was younger, fresher, womb is correct, menses are flowing, everything is working. This Abraham, this is fine. 
This one is also fine. Let's work with this one. She employed the flesh. Ishmael is called the one who is after the flesh. Galatians chapter 4. Do you have a Bible? Oh, do you love the Bible? Do you love the word? Galatians chapter 4. Yeah. Verse 22. It says, For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one by a bondwoman, the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bondwoman was born after the flesh. He was born what? After the flesh. No faith. There was no faith involved. There was no faith involved. It's normal childbirth. Normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need to be. He didn't. Hagar didn't need to believe God for a child. She she trusted in her skills in bed. Yeah, she was young, fresh, could move around. Hey, shh, calabar. Power steering. You know power steering. And he who was of the born woman was born after the flesh. But he of the free woman was by promise or by the word. By the word. They depended on the word. A child who is received through the word or through faith is different from a child who is received through the flesh. Normal. Now, you didn't have to believe God for anything. When you have to believe God for a child, you know that that child is from, it's, it's very special. After the flesh, Sarah herself, she too, she heard. And when she heard, all she needed to was to hear. When she heard, she even laughed. Go back to that place, Genesis chapter, chapter 18, verse 10. And I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind him. Verse 11. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the man of women. She, she, she no meno, menses. She, she had meno stop. No, not menopause. Menopause, there's a pause. But her own, it has meno stop. Meno cease. Meno dry. Meno uprooted. Men who forget. Men who forget. Tell me about men who forget. Yeah. It ceased to be with Sarah after the man of women. Next verse. Therefore, Sarah laughed. She laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. She was thinking about the pleasure. Like now that I'm old, am I going to have Am I going to have to change to become a young woman and wear sexy pants and come and come and stand before my husband and shake my buttons? Yeah, my, my Lord being old also. There, there was no action. Do you understand? There's no action anywhere. They were just living like brother and sister. They're just moving around in the house. Hello, hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm fine. Oh, Abraham, how are you? I'm also fine. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Ah, I love you. <laughs> no action. Do you understand? Yeah, no, there's nothing, nothing happens for years. Nothing is happening. Say, shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. My Lord is old. What, what's all this? Do you know that after Sarah had given birth to Isaac, Abraham gave birth to more sons and daughters. At 120, he was still producing children. Oh, the word had worked on him. He could still produce children after 120 years. His barrenness had stopped. His impotency ran away. Yeah, a problem was with Sarah. She had not heard. So when she heard, next day she started laughing in her, within herself. And the Lord said, She laughed within herself. Oh. She laughed within herself. Within. 
the Lord said, answered, the Lord, the Lord, and the Lord said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh? Why did Sarah, the Lord said, Why did Sarah laugh? She laughed in herself, but God heard it. Why did you laugh? Saying, Shall I of a shorty bear child, which I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. He didn't say, and Abraham shall have a son. Sarah. All the time prior, he said, Abraham shall have a son. Abraham shall have a son. Now he said, Sarah shall have a son. Wow. Next verse. Then Sarah denied, saying, I love not. I did not laugh. Oh, my Lord, I did not laugh. For she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. You did laugh. The Lord did say, that, You see, look at God's character. God did say, Hey, Sarah, come here. Are you calling me a liar? I said you laughed. You say you didn't laugh. Wham, wham, my friend. What do you mean? The Lord, the Lord said, oh, but you laughed. Though. You laughed. But even though you are laughing, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. And you call the name. She called the name of the child laughter. Isaac. Yeah. My, you know I'm Isaac. That's why, that's why I like passing jokes like that. We are not serious people. We like joking. <laughs> but thou name, but thou this laugh. Next verse. And the Lord continued, eh? Yeah. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom. Blah, blah. Sarah herself. My dear, you yourself. My brother, you yourself. Tell me about you yourself. Must believe the word of God for yourself. Nobody can believe for you. Hmm. Do you accept that? You accept that responsibility. It is on you. The honors are on you to believe. So the question is, do I have faith? Because this thing is very important. Like, by my, my, without faith, it's impossible to please God. The just shall live by faith. Faith. All the time. Everything's like, by faith, by faith. Do I have faith? The answer is, emphatically, yes. You have faith. You see, a lot of people feel that, look at Matthew. Let's look at Matthew. We'll continue on Wednesday. But let me, let me conclude for you, okay? Or you don't want me to finish. Matthew 17, verse 15. This scripture has caused a lot of people to, to think that they don't have faith. You know, so they keep a lot of new creation, born again, children of God, keep referring to these scriptures as they are lots. Look at this. He says, Lord, have mercy on me, my son, for his lunatic. This is a, the man whose son was lunatic and he brought him to uh, the disciples. And the disciples could not heal him, okay? For his lunatic and so vexed. For oft times he followed into the fire and oft times into the water. And I brought him to the disciples and they could not cure him. They couldn't cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. So he called the boy. And Jesus rebuked the devil. And he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. He rebuked the devil. And the boy became fine. The disciples were bewildered. They tried everything they knew. And the devil did not leave the child. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? Why couldn't we do it, Lord? You see, because he had done it before. The Lord has sent them out. And they had cured many. Luke chapter 9, Luke chapter 10. They had done so many wild miracles. 
to the extent that Herod was even worried. So they didn't understand. Why could not we do it? Then Jesus answered and said unto them, Because of your unbelief. You couldn't do it because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief. That is the problem. Because of your unbelief. Because of your lack of faith. You didn't believe that you could do it. So how come they were still trying it? Even though they didn't believe they could do it. <laughs> Sometimes you do things outside, outwardly, for show or to, to, for just doing sick. You know, you don't, you don't really believe this, but yeah, let's do it and see what will happen. As we go by, I'll talk to you about unbelief, the, the, the problem of unbelief, okay? And he just said unto them, because of your unbelief, for I verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of master seed, you shall see unto this mountain, remove hands to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you, unto you. So a lot of people say, oh, if, if only I had faith. If only I had faith, I could do something. I came to tell you that you have faith. Tell anybody, you have faith. Oh, if only I had faith, I could, I could command for my healing to happen. I don't have faith, though. I don't have much faith. That's why. If only I had faith, I could pray for the money to come. I don't have much faith. If only I had faith, I could pray for a, a husband to come or for a wife to come. I don't have faith. You have faith. Tell me about you have faith. Romans chapter 12, verse 3. Romans chapter 12 lets us know that everyone has faith. And everyone who is born again receives faith at the new birth. Without faith, you cannot be born again. Exactly. For I say through the grace given unto me, to everyone, every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, According as God has what? Dealt to every man the measure of faith. According as God has dealt to what? Every man. Say every man. Every woman. Has the measure of faith. Yes. Everybody has been giving what he or she needs. It's given to you at your new birth. When you get born again, you are giving faith. Without that, you cannot be born again. It's not possible. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Ephesians 2, verse 8. He says, For by grace are ye saved. How? Hello? By grace are ye saved through? Through? Through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. So the faith is a gift. God gives you a gift of faith. He gives you what you need for your salvation. And what you need for your salvation is a seed of faith that you plant and grows as the years go by. So you have faith. Never think you don't have faith. You have faith. If you didn't have faith, you couldn't have been born again. And you needed faith to be born again. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 3, um, verse 20. Look at Romans 3, 20 to 22. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in the sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. The righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. So you, 
you can't be made the righteousness of God without faith in Jesus Christ. It is your faith in Jesus Christ that brings you into the kingdom and makes you righteous. And it is given to you free of charge. Without faith, you cannot believe. Is it true? God gives you faith so that you can believe. So in the book of Acts, we see it. Acts chapter 5. Look at Acts chapter 5 from verse 30. Acts 5.30. Am I showing you some scriptures? Are you learning anything? The God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom you slew and hanged on the tree. Him has God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior. Then he says, for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. So the Lord gives you repentance. He gives repentance means change of mind. He gives you the ability to change your mind. If he doesn't give the ability to change your mind, you don't, your mind cannot be changed. So the salvation, it is his action. I don't know if you get it. It is his action on your soul that gets you changed. And he gives you repentance. He gives you the ability to change your mind. To believe him. And then you are born again. Hallelujah. Him has God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior for to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. To give repentance to Israel and what? Forgive. So God gives it to you. He's dealt to every man according to the measure. The, same, the measure you have is the same measure I also have. What you receive as everybody receives the same thing as salvation. It's like getting a grain of corn. All of us get a grain of corn at salvation. And that grain of corn is a seed that the Lord gives to you. You plant it, you water it, you take care of it, and then it starts growing. So your faith grows as the years go by, depending on what you do with the word. Romans chapter, chapter 10, verse 17. Now faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ, or by the word of God. Have you seen it? Romans chapter 10. So then, faith cometh by hearing. So as you are hearing the word of God, what is happening to you? More faith is coming to you. The faith you require to water your, your seed that was given to you originally for it to increase. It's being brought to you. So the more you hear, and the more you read, and the more you hear, and the more you read, the stronger your faith, which was given to you, gets. gets. The bigger it gets, the more it grows. I don't know if you get it. It's like a seed. Say it's like a seed. Given to you a salvation. Which you plant. And water. And take care of. For it to grow. So that you can have plenty corn. Do you get it? You can have corn for, have, for eating. Corn for selling. Corn for, as a gift for other people. So you have faith. Tony, but you have faith. Look at, look at Acts chapter 11. Acts chapter 11. Let's read from verse, um, verse 17. Am I helping you? Do you like what I'm sharing with you? We've thought on faith so much, but we'll still keep teaching it. Every year I'll teach on faith because it's very important. I wish I could teach every month on faith. Yes, because it's so important. Because we live by faith. We live by faith. 
For as much then as God gave them the light gifts as he did unto us. You know, Peter had gone to Cornelius' house and had led, them, had led him to Christ with his own household. And he had come back to Jerusalem. And the Jews were asking him, why did you go to a Gentile to go and preach to him? You know, and Peter showed them everything. And then they started replying. Okay? Says, For as much then as God gave them the light gift as he did unto us, who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. What was I? This is Peter talking, actually. He was still explaining. He says, who was I? What was I that I, I could stand God? Who was I that I could stand God? Next verse. When they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, look at what we're saying. Then has God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. How is it? God has what? Granted unto the Gentiles repentance unto life. So it's the Lord who grants repentance. How does he grant repentance? Repentance is what? Change of mind. He grants you the ability to change your mind concerning Jesus in order to be able to receive him. So it's all a gift. He gives you a gift. That measure of faith that you need for your life. So don't quote Matthew 17, 20 and say that if I had faith, brother, you have faith. What have you done? The question is, what have you done with your faith? Are you feeding your faith? Or you are starving your faith? That's the question. That is the question. Are you feeding it or you are starving it? Is it going down or is it getting bigger? Your faith can be weak or strong, big or small, depending on what you do with the word. On, on Wednesday, I'll go into that, okay? Yeah. But you have to say, I have faith. And amazingly, everything in the kingdom operates on faith. So in Ephesians 2, that was what I mentioned, Ephesians 2, 8. It says, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. Verse 9. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For by grace are you saved. So the grace of God, the grace of God is God's work. And God's, God making provision. Okay? God has made provision. Say God has made provision. God has made provision. For everything in my life. And what I need for my life. Your healing has been provided already by the grace of God. By his stripes ye were healed. So your healing is not going to happen when you fall sick and you need healing. Your healing happened a long time ago. The grace of God has made it available. Please, you understand? Go back. Go back to verse 8. Put it on verse 8 so that they see it. For by grace are you saved. So the Lord makes salvation is not of works. And in salvation, all the things you require, salvation is sozo. It means deliverance. It means health. It means prosperity. It means goodness. It means blessings. It means every good thing that you can think about. Soteria. Everything you can think about is in salvation. And salvation is not your work. It's not something you did. It's the Lord who always on the Lord. And he's made that available to you. Now, accessing that package is dependent on your faith. Some people say, ah, this faith business is too hard. It's too whatever. It's not. That's how God has chosen to make things, how to make things work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So faith in God's word. There are two types of faith. There's sense knowledge faith and there's word of God faith. Sense knowledge faith. 
and word of God, faith. I'll expound on it on Wednesday for you. Okay? But I'm mentioning it to you. But today I want you to know that you have faith. Say, I have faith. Say it again, I have faith. Do you, do you know you have faith now? You have faith. God has given it to you. You have it. You have it. You can do things. You can produce fruits. Yeah. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2. He says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Next verse. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. He has given us all things. I want you to understand that. Never think that you need what you need is out there. The money you need is not with somebody. It's not out there. The money you need is in here. So don't go asking out there. Ask in here. Okay? The healing you need is not out there. It's in here. Don't go out there looking for the healing. It's in here. How do you access it? Through the knowledge, through the word. That's what he's talking about. Through the knowledge of God. Go into the word. You are born of the word, aren't you? You are the word. He says, go inside. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. For what man knows the things of a man, save the spirit of that man which is in him. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him. Meaning that your spirit has all that you need. All the money you ever have in your life. All the health you ever have in your life. All the children you ever have in your life. The husband you need. The wife you require. Inside. All the churches that are going to come forth, it's inside. All the church members that we are going to have, they are inside. They are not out there, they are inside. All the churches we need to plant all around the world, is inside. It's not out there. So what are you going to do? You are going to pull them out of you. <laughs> That's Christianity. You pull things out of you. When you see that, you, when you see it in the, with the eye of your spirit, there's nothing here on earth that can prevent it from happening. Jesus. Nothing. <laughs> when you see it with the eye of your spirit, there's nothing here that can prevent it from happening. Nothing can prevent it. Nothing can block it. Abraham saw that he had children. God had to even show him with physical things. He showed him the sky. Look at the sky. Your children will be as many as, this, as these stars. He showed him again. Your children will be as many as the son of the, 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 the seashore. Plenty seed. Abraham saw it. And he believed it. And he, said, well, he was settled. Has it happened in Abraham's life? It has happened in Abraham's life. Look at how many children of Abraham are around the world. Physical and spiritual. Plenty. All of us are Abraham's kids. Yeah. He saw it. And he believed God. And nothing on earth could prevent it from happening. If you see that that church has been planted... It will be planted physically. If you see that that money has come, it will come physically. If you see that that car has arrived, it will arrive physically. If you see that your health, your health has occurred already, if you see it, the day you realize that it has happened, it will show for physically. That sickness will run away. You don't know where it went to. 
it will run away, it will disappear, and it will never come back again because you know that it is it is it is gone. Yes. So it is not out there, it is in here. Always remember that. Colossians chapter two, verse nine and ten. Colossians two, nine and ten. See, I'm going forward. I'm advancing. And nothing can prevent me. If you see that that school, you are going to that school. If you see that you have been admitted, if you see your admission and that you are in that school, if you see it in the realm of the spirit, nothing, visa will not prevent you, money will not prevent you. Before I realize you'll be, you'll be in that place. Before I realize you are there. Oh, how many times I imagine myself in this building? How many times? So many times. So many times. I could see it long ago before it came. Even when we were under pressure, I knew that this thing is going to happen. Yes. I saw it before we went to the other side, that other side in Taifa. Yes, I saw it. I saw it. There were many challenges. Our mothers led me here. Come here. This place is also a land. I said, no, I'm seeing it over there. <laughs> but then we came anyways. God bless our mothers. All. They have a certain kind of wisdom that a young man does not have. Yeah. He said, this one too is land. This one too is land. Yeah, they brought, they brought us here first. Yes. Your clap was not an honorable one at all. It's a weak one. Look at this. It says, for in him, in Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you, are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power you are complete in him everything you require is inside you are complete you don't lack anything there's nothing out there that you need to buffer you to be complete all that you require is inside that's why we we use the word of god to help our imagination you see because you must see faith works by seeing with the eye of the spirit that's how faith works you see you see it do you see yourself pregnant yeah there are women who have acted pregnant because they saw themselves pregnant yeah they needed a child for years it wasn't coming then they got a hold of the principles of faith and started putting it to work so they bought this lady bought maternity cloth and started spitting all over and started calling his child her child She'll be sitting in the room and say, Coffee! Coffee! You see, someone will think she's mad. The husband will come out. Who is Coffee? Oh, don't worry, don't worry. I'm just, I'm just working on something. Yeah. She, go, she gave birth to a Kofi. Yeah. If you see it, it will happen. Nothing. Listen, the kingdom we dwell in is a kingdom. It's a supernatural kingdom. And this is our life. We say, we, this, the judge shall live by, this is our life. You are not seeing with your physical eyes. But then you believe that it has happened. And because it has happened, how you believe because God says it has happened. If God says it has happened, I believe it. That's it. So it's, it's fine. Yeah. I'm going to talk as though it has happened. Because it has happened. I'm going to act as though it has happened. Because it has happened. I'm going to move as though it has happened. Because it has happened. I'm rich. I'm rich. So you don't behave poor. It is poor men, it is poor men who ask who go around begging. Charlie, you go feel sort me out, Charlie. Charlie, something small. Something small make I take do my alpha. No, 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 no. No. Cut your coat according to your size. Your size. If you have two CDs, use that two CDs. Yeah. 
use that two cities give some to god let god know that you have given i've given you i've given you what i have you to give me something yeah hallelujah god bless you for listening we pray that the word of god will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word kindly follow pastor t and love economy church on all social networks for more of god's word don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.